There's a famous Gemara. It's actually you, Shalmi. Good morning, how are you? Nice to see you. So the famous Yushalmi brings down in Mesechta's um, Demai, so it's in Perik Aleph, Halacha Gimel, where he brings down, not many people know this story from others, but this is in Mephorosh Yushalmi, that the Heilige Tana, where was once visiting a town, and all of the residents of the town came to visit him with a complaint. They were complaining about something, and they were complaining that there was mice running around all of the granaries. There's mice all over the place. How can we live in this place? How can we be here? How can we eat? How can we store food? It's eaten up all of the grain. It's, it's terrible. So Pinchas Ben Yor, the Heilige Tana, said, I'm commanding. I am commanding all of the mice to come and have a meeting with me. And that's what happened. All the mice were squeaking and chattering and it was like a whole event. They all came to Pinchas Ben Yoy and Pinchas Ben Yoy asked the people if they understood the mice. Because the mice were like shouting and squeaking. So they asked the Olam. Rabbi said, does the Olam understand what the mice are saying? And the Olam said, no, we don't understand what the mice are saying right now. Could you please explain it to us? Sir Pinchas Ben Yoy, the Heilige Tana, Rabbi said, this is a Yushalmi brings down that the mice are telling me that all of you people deserve to take a loss because you didn't take mice because you didn't take mice from the grain that you managed to get from the field therefore they are suffering you a loss if you makabal if you accept upon yourself to take mice I guarantee all your grain will be protected and the people over there weren't obviously sure how to do it. The Gemara tells us that they asked for exact instructions how to take off mice, and he did. And from that day onwards, there was no more mice in any of the granaries. And that is what it is. Now we find that story from others, as we know, but it really is the Makar in the Yushalmi for a Pinchas Ben Yor. The power of giving mice, we see, protects a person's possessions, protects a person's money, protects a person's everything. If you want to protect that which you have, we mentioned this by Stalker, you give Misa, right? It salts, it preserves, that's what it does. So yes, you're giving away some of your money, but you have to ultimately realize that is the preservation of the rest of your money. Okay, that was just a little bit of an introduction for today. Really want to get back into the sugar that we... Uh, we what's that? The next... You need the picture? Of Rapin Chazbenyar. We'll make it famous. This is Rapin Chazbenyar talking to the mice. We'll put it everywhere. Yeshiva is supposed to have a small logo over there with a slash donate. And then everyone can have it over there. Now, there's no, no competition. It's a tunnel. Okay, Rabbi Shai, let's move on. Okay? Well, maybe Rabbi Shai, the story we'll talk about tomorrow. But let's go, we'll start with the Tanoim and then we'll go. Rabbi Shai, I want to go into the sugar that we, we were in the middle of yesterday. And that was, what can I use my Maisa money for? This is a very, very important and fundamental Shaila. I just want to give the Olam just a Shaila that came my way last night. Mamash Basiat or maybe he's just listening to Shurim, I don't know. It's an all based off a Talmud. And he asked the following Shaila. And the Shaila was that he knows somebody that needs work. Right? He's a handyman, he's a plumber, electrician, whatever it may be. He needs a Panossa. And he's not going to Panossa. I want to put an ad in the newspaper. In order to get him panasa. Can I use my Maisa money in order to put an ad in the newspaper so that hopefully he'll get a job from there? What is the Oilam Taino? Yes. 
Giving somebody a job is absolutely the highest form of tzedakah. We mentioned that from the Rambam. The highest and best form of tzedakah is giving someone a pranasa, giving him work to do whatever it was. Here, I'm giving him work. I'm paying for an advertisement in the newspaper, which will hopefully get him seen and whatever it is. Right? With the Tainas, do you get Ben? Tiny, yeah? Okay, the Olam voted. That's what we said yesterday. We said, yes, about that he can. He could use my money for that. That is not a problem to help someone in that way. Let's move on. So, uh, some of the things we mentioned yesterday, you cannot do anything with it that you are meant to do. For example, buying a lot of an esrog, at least the minimum. Kaporis, matonis levyonim. Mishlach Monis, at least the minimum, you cannot use Kimch de Pischa, for example, right? They go around collecting any of these things that generally you have to do, you cannot use Maisa money. Let's give a few examples of that the Poiskim actually bring down. Number one, Kabolas Pene Rabbi. If a person wants, right? Kabolas Pene Rabbi is a Shailiv nowadays, how to, how to fulfill it, how not to fulfill it. But a Kabolas, if a person wants to visit his Rebbe and needs a bus and it costs money, so he could use Maisa money for that. If a person wants to do Kirov, then Abada, he could use Maisa money for that. Connecting to a generator for Shabbos Kodesh, right? Whatever, if a person doesn't want to use the electricity here in Eretz Yisrael, right? Which is a whole, I'm sure the Olim knows there's a Shaila about using electricity in Eretz Yisrael. Levi, yeah? Yeah, it's such a Shaila. That's good, that's good. No, the Olim had the Shaila. Nochi, you had the Shaila, right? Using electricity in Eretz Yisrael. There's a big Shaila of using electricity in Eretz Yisrael. In fact, the Chazanish writes on Shabbos. What did I say? I didn't say Shabbos. Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Kodesh. That means stam electricity. Okay, we're going to be in trouble. So, ribis. That, that's another problem. No, if you pay your bills okay, if you pay your bills on time, you've got no problem with this. If you don't, you have a problem. You're going to have to pay. You haven't got much of a pay, or you get someone else to pay it. You're not going to river shadows right now. But if you use electricity on Shabbos, I'll just tell you what the Chazanish says. We'll move on because we're not discussing electricity on Shabbos right now. But the Chazanish wrote to Gavaldika Marshall. He said, it's a terrible Marshall, but he said, imagine if you saw a guy holding a Sefer Torah that was on, Rachman was on fire. Right? Imagine. A person is holding a Sefer Torah, Rachman it's on fire. You need a light for your cigarette. So you go over to him, and you light your cigarette. Nobody ever would dream of doing such a thing. That's the Chazanish's Moshal, of using electricity in Eretz Yisrael. Right? It's a, it's a very serious thing. What on Shabbos Kodesh? What's the Pshat? What's the Pshat? Because there are people working on Shabbos, Yidin, unfortunately, who are working on Shabbos, to, in order to, you know, get the generators going, in order to light, you know, uh, put new ones on, put one other ones off. It's a whole process. <coughs> hmm? <coughs> no, it's specifically interesting. I'm not going to shout it right now. We pass in the Maitzah here in Yeshiva Space David, according to my Yeshiva of Scheinberg. And if Scheinberg was Be'etzem, was Mako for many reasons that we're not going into now. It's, a, it's a true in the Zerah Emesi time when Rabbi Aaron was muskim to him, and that's why we lose electricity over here as normal. But there are many people that do not. I very much enjoy having briskers in my house over Shabbos, and I will tell them, you see the lights? That's for Mary to show. Enjoy the, enjoy the chicken soup. <laughs> anyway, um, let's move on to what I say. So using a generator, you're not allowed to use Maisa money. 
the price can say for uh, a generator in that case to attack in the Eruv to fix up the Eruv they are going around to asking money we need to fix up the Eruv so that the Maish Rav Yashu Paskin you're allowed to use Maish money for they're building a mikvah very important they're building a mikvah you can use it it's a Tzorich Hitzibah there's no problem whatsoever they ask the Beistin Shal Shlom in Yeridea 7 Aleph if you're allowed to go to Kibbit Sadikim using Maish money and he said no you cannot use Maish money however Gavaldik that is but to use Maish money for that that he said you can what about stopping yourself from doing an Aveira? What happens if you know, not you, Chas but I know, for example, a very Chash Talmud Chacham, who told me one time that he st- he's no longer in the world anymore, but when he was alive, he said he stopped using buses because he's working on Shmir Seinayim, right? No, it was a Chash an older guy with a pig white beard, but he said, Shmir Seinayim, I want to make sure I have a gather, I'm using taxis only. He wanted to know, can you use Meissen money for your taxis, which obviously cost a lot more than going on buses, and the only reason, not for convenience, is purely because of Shmir Seinayim. He doesn't want to get involved in buses or see things, he doesn't want to get involved, is he allowed to use Meissen money? Avada, if something is going to stop yourself from doing in Avada, then Avada, you can go and make sure to use it with Meissen money. Building, what's that? As long as you're Elach, and you know it's not for convenience purpose, purpose and it's Mamash for Shmir Seinayim, then okay? That's it. It, it, it. it could be different. They gave you machazik them, and that's kavod We can make a we can make a, a campaign plea right now. Anyway, so a building or improving a building to use meisa money. So they go around. For example, they're making a campaign for a new building or for the, fixing up an old building or whatever it may be. Avad, you could use meisa money for any. Back with Shlomo Zalman, by the way. Rabbi Shlomo Zalman writes that giving furniture to a yeshiva or a shul is one of the highest things that you could do. Ashrei Misha Zoychelos is bezeh. Mamash, unbelievable thing. Rabbi Zalman says giving furniture. Is there anything else we need in yeshiva right now? Giving furniture to a yeshiva. We need heaters. We need a parochas. Anyone? All right. All right. All right. All right. That's moving on to my side. There's always there's always things that we could do with in the base medrash. No, don't worry. Buying a place in shul. Very nagaya, when you belong to a shul, you have to pay membership. Your membership provides you with a place in the shul, and will provide you with aliyahs, will provide you sometimes if you make a kiddush, and all of these things. So Vilyashib Lamaisa said that if the pshat is that you don't need to buy a place, there's plenty of spaces, but they ask you to buy a place because that's what it is, that's fine, you don't have to sit there. But if Lamaisa is full, and the only way to sit in this shul is by buying a place, and if not, you will not have a place in the shul, you cannot use Maisa money because that's the only way of you doing it, and therefore it's a problem, and therefore it's, a, and therefore it's problematic. Donating Sforim to the base measures. By the way, we are looking to buy more art scroll, different sets of different things in the base measures. Uh, still donating slime. So, um, art scroll, absolutely. Uh, so, if you want to donate svarim, donating svarim to buying svarim. By the way, for yourself with my money, you cannot do. Why? Simply because, you know, you're going to put it in your bedroom and you're going to use it yourself. But if you're going to buy Tzvarim and put them in a public place for the usage of the public of the Tzibul, then Avada, you can use Maisa money, right? If you can go to afters, we'll give you the list of the Chassidish Tzvarim that we're still looking for in the base Medjish, although we have a nice amount, but we still need more. And therefore, if you want to use Maisa money, Avada, you can. In fact, they asked once Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, Yid came to Haligur Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, and he asked Rabbi Yaakov, is he allowed to basically, he gives a lot of money to donate and, and support Torah and yeshivas and somebody came to him with an opportunity to basically print a safer and he said I don't know what to do I haven't got money for both either I give my money to a yeshiva to support them in Torah or I give my money to basically public 
to, to, uh, to publish a sefer. Are you allowed to do that? So Rabbi Yaakov told him, go and look at the Hakdoma to the Orachayim HaKadosh. He said, okay. So he goes to the Orachayim HaKadosh. He looks at it, he reads it, he learns it, comes back to Rabbi Yaakov, he says, Rebbe, I don't know what you're talking about. He doesn't talk anything about these things. He doesn't talk about whether you should give money to this or to that. Well, what exactly did the Rebbe refer to? So Rabbi Yaakov told him, what did it say over there? He said, it said over there, he thanks the people that supported him in order to write the Orachayim HaKadosh Sefer. So he said, he describes, if you look at the Akdomata Orachayim HaKadosh, he describes the golden links and chains of a person that helps Torah to be written in this world so that all future generations can benefit from it. And therefore, Rabbi Yaakov said, Enochanami, giving money to yeshivas and Torah, it's Kabbalah Gazach. Oh, but to help somebody write a saver, for states like we're talking about a saver that's going to be used, and Charlie saw that everyone's going to look at it, everyone's going to read it, everyone's going to learn it, then Avada, that's something that lasts for generations, and therefore, that's Avada something that is fine. Writing a safer Torah should not be used with my money for, because everyone bets up as a chiyot to write a safer Torah. In fact, the Rosh brings down that bismanazeh, where it's very hard for every person, very expensive for every person, to write his own safer Torah. So how are you, Makai, in the midst of Siva safer Torah, Zub the Rosh, by Buying svarim, when you buy svarim, Zogdorosh, you yoke the mitzvah of Ksiva Sefer Torah. What about buying aliyahs with Maiser money? Very common shayla, right? They sell aliyahs, Yamim Tovim, in many shuls every Shabbos. What's the din in buying aliyahs with Maiser money? So there is a famous Rubkideiga. Rubkideiga brings down that it all goes boss of the Machshava. That means if when you were actually, you know, okay, how much are you? how much you're going to vote and how much you're going to pledge or whatever. So then, as long as your kavana was originally to use Maisa money, then it's okay. Then you can use Maisa money for that. Whereas, if your kavana was stamped to pay, and then after you got the aliyah, you're like, hey, maybe I should use Maisa money. Now since we're Biki Vega, that's already too late. As long as your original intention was to buy it and use Maisa money for it, then it is okay. I will tell you, by the way, famous Yam Shloima, the right, the famous Yam Shloima, which is brought down in the Shulchan Harav, La Lacha Maisa, the Ganavom, and Yam Shoshlomer says that when you put your hand up and you say that you want to bid whatever it is, $10 for the Aliyah and Lemaisa you don't get it because he got it for 20 you have to give your money to Tzedakah to the Shul because Lemaisa you basically bid giving $10 to Shul so you didn't get the Aliyah oh, but you bid $10 to Shul it's a Shaila the Nedahs of the Yam Shoshlomer Shulchan HaRab brings it Allah HaLemaisa anybody that has a ticket on the Balatan is your site just remember that as well okay that's the Zaman no, because that was included in the original. That was included in the original. What's that? It is an issue today. It could be it is. Generally, the price can don't pass in that way, but it is definitely a shayla. Rabbi said, let's move on, Rabbi said. Let's move on. Purim gelt for the Rebbe. If you want to give Purim gelt for the Rebbe, for example, in many chadorim here and there, it's a stroll. I don't know if I'm sure it works in America the same way, right? People give money for Purim. So since it's not a chiv, right? You don't have to give the money. It's a nice thing to do. Maybe it's even expected. But it's not a chiv. You could use Maisa money to give your Rebbe's money on Purim or whatever it is that you're going to do that. That is not a problem. For providing food and drink for people who are learning. If you want to go out and buy a nice kishmaka jar of honey for the oilam, or a nice kishmak of tea am I allowed to use my money? Avad you could use my money it's going to help boys be machazik in Torah there's Avad no problem with anything whatsoever with doing that as well 
I remember asking, I think it was Rabitza Berkowitz one time, about coming to Eretz Yisrael, right? Coming to Eretz Yisrael, coming to Eretz Yisrael. You had to use Meisa money to come to Eretz Yisrael in that case. So, for example, this was a specific child of a guy's parents who lived in Eretz Yisrael, and he was in Chutzlaret. Is he allowed to come to Eretz Yisrael and visit his parents, have the mile of Eretz Yisrael, and use Meisa money? And Avada, he says, Avada, there's no problem to use Meisa money in that case. So, basically, there's a lot more Shailas to go through. Mitzvah, tomorrow we'll try to wrap up and finish all the Shailas of Meisa. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Yeah.